0: Kiss 925 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen.
1: This is Roz yes. and Mocha.
0: <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. This is Chain Smoker. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia
2: Carr. This is Ed You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz, and,
0: mocha. Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz Mocha. I keep mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just
3: won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up.
0: You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 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 Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
3: Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix.
0: Roz
4: and Mocha got you. Ha, It's Roz and Mocha.
3: When will uh, we have our own home?
4: When will we have our own home? Jeez. Uh Pav, you wrote it says, Hey, Rosamoke, fix my life. So I got married and now we have two beautiful children. But by all means, I love my husband. We've been married for eight years now. We moved to Calgary after getting married and moved back after having two kids because we really needed help with the kids since we both work. When we moved back to Toronto, we ended up moving in with my husband's parents. It's now been four years and we have been with them. And I keep asking my husband to get a place of our own, but he keeps saying, soon 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 i don't know what to do when was the last time yeah.
0: you guys had a conversation about this
1: um over a year ago i mean i remind him every week and every so often but we had a proper conversation i think probably a year ago
0: the last time you guys had a conversation did you have a conversation about financials and neighborhoods and what you could afford and what you need like break oh, yeah. it all down
1: so uh, finances were a big part of it so we uh-huh. spoke about because we will both need to still work even if we were to move out only one of us could afford to work because of kids and you know in toronto it's just not worth it to work and then you know your whole paycheck goes to childcare or something like that so we had a bit of a conversation but i'm not asking for a house like we can just own a small little place and i'll be happy with Do
4: you want to own a place or do you want to rent a place
1: uh, I feel like rent is a bit of waste of money at times, but mm. I could be wrong, you know?
4: So is this more of
0: you needing your own space, like your own place to live, or is it you just need to get out of your in-law's house?
1: I, I think we could put it that way. I just need my okay. own space where I could just
4: be me. How <laughs> much it. money do you have access to? How much money have you guys saved for a down payment?
1: Um. Well, I have my. Um, I had two jobs, so I was able to save a little over... Uh, I want to see 10 grand, but that's not enough at yeah. all. Um, but we do have a bit of loan as well.
4: How much money in debt do you have already?
1: Um, about 20,000. Oh. When we moved provinces, it was, a bit, it was a bit expensive.
4: So you're in the whole 10 grand? Yeah. Okay. And you want to buy a house? I do. You can't afford a house? I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the conversation. This is not like your husband's not magic. Like, you can't just keep saying, when are you gonna buy a house? When are you gonna buy a house? You got 10 grand in savings and you got $20,000 in loans. You're 10 grand in the hole.
1: I guess this is a bit of a realization moment.
4: Is that 10 grand that you have access
0: to, like combined, you and your husband, or you have access to 10? He has access to X amount as well.
1: Um, I think he has a bit, but not that much. 10 grand is just mine.
4: Okay, so you have no savings uh no okay so yeah, you, you have, can't
0: afford to live anywhere right okay. now okay
4: so you you have collectively no money and debt and you're not recognizing that you can't just say when are you gonna buy a house when are you gonna buy a house like that like like are you just hoping that it one day happens magically no
1: not magically i just want to plan it and know when it's coming
4: but, w- but, but you, you have, have to you have to make it happen. Uh-huh. You can't just say when is this going to happen. What are you doing? Like, what is your plan when you look at you may need say two hundred thousand dollars for a down payment, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing what you guys earn, okay. knowing how much you can save, knowing what your budget is per month right now, how long would it take you to save two hundred thousand dollars for a down payment?
1: Oh, that's going to be a long way. So,
4: but you don't have a plan. You should know that number.
1: I think, I guess my husband's not very much like the planning kind. I do need to plan it out properly, but it's, the conversation just hasn't
4: happened. So, so you're looking now at renting a place then? Yes. Okay. That would be better at this point. Okay. So that's a, that's a whole other conversation. Start looking around at rental properties.
1: Okay. Maybe that's something we can look at. Because I I think the goal
0: right now for you is that you just want to get out of your in-laws place. You need a space for yourself and you're just like, kind of like desperate
4: to get anywhere.
1: Yeah that's literally
4: it. Okay, how much how much can you afford in rent a month?
1: Mm, I've looked at a few places. I think 2000 would probably be fair.
4: <sighs> how many kids you got? Two. How many bedrooms you need?
1: Uh two probably cuz they can share one.
4: <laughs> that's going to be tough. Uh-huh.
1: It's so tough.
4: That's going to be I think be you tough. need to have a bigger conversation
0: with your husband about this. Maybe I I do. Right? i I've thought and, about it. And 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 do like an overall kind of look at your finances and Yeah and and renting versus buying and seeing Don't exactly you, you how much you can afford seeing how much you know you got to get rid of that debt first and foremost yes
4: it's important you guys are not going to buy a house okay um you're going <laughs> okay, to you're going you, to um you're going to find a place to rent that's the that's the sort of best possibility your actual best possibility while you're still $20,000 in debt is to sit your ass where it is and stay at your in-laws place and get rid of that debt
1: before we do anything yes mm-hmm.
4: But, uh, but you guys will get out of it. You just have to not spend money. Yeah, that's what we're going to try to do. you got to live lean. Well, thanks, guys. Okay. Yeah.
0: Potatoes and lentil soup for dinner for the next, like, five years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Eggs yo, and bananas. Yo, I've been there, trust me. <laughs> <you>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. When times are tough. You get desperate. I. <laughs> Pav. All, All right, All right, All right. All the best.
1: Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Bras and mochas fix my life on KISS. Jasmine, you got Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Why are you here? What's
4: happening in your life?
3: I'm hoping to break a family tradition.
4: Oh, damn. You wrote it says, Hey, Roz and Mocha fix my life. I'm getting married in a year. It's been a cultural tradition in my family that my husband has to buy his sister-in-law's, a.k.a. my cousin's, A ring as a gift. But I want to break this cultural tradition. One of my sisters tried to break it last year, but it didn't go over well. There was fights and lots of gossiping and then them threatening not to come to the wedding. Uh, So she ended up buying the rings uh, versus her husband. Uh, What should I do? My parents said they'll buy the rings on the behalf of my fiance, but it's such a wrong tradition that they started.
0: Wait, why is he buying... Rings, because you said rings for your sisters, but why the hell is he buying rings for your your cousins?
3: So basically, um, when we were growing up, when my cousins got married, their husbands apparently bought us rings. Oh. Um, But we were really young, so we didn't really, like, we didn't ask for them. But now, since we're getting married now, they expect us to return the favor, um, and they're kind of demanding these rings. Demanding? Oh, my God. Yeah, like calling, like, they called one of my cousins, and they were like, you have to buy us these rings because we bought you them when you were, like, 12 years old. Oh, my Um, God. And they have to be, like, gold or diamond rings. Like, they can't just like, something affordable.
0: And you and your fiancé don't want to have any part of this, right? No, my fiancé doesn't
3: even understand their tradition. He's like, this is really dumb. So this has
4: nothing to do with culture. This is something that one family member decided to do on their own.
3: Yeah, like, I guess we do have a cultural significance in terms of, like, you do buy rings, but no one demands for them, and they can be any ring. Like, it could be, like, a $20 ring, but they have... But I guess my family is demanding for, like, a gold or diamond (sighs) ring, which is...
0: But this was something that they started forever ago.
3: Yes, like 12 years ago.
0: Okay. So if you said to them, or have you said to them, we're actually not going to participate in this tradition?
3: Yeah, we tried this summer, and yeah. they were gossiping, fighting, threatening not to come to the wedding. So um, what happens
0: if they don't return. come to the wedding, though? Like, what happens if you say, okay, we're not doing the ring thing, mm-hmm. and if you say that you're not coming to the wedding, then we understand.
3: Well, it'll be, like, a, a huge, like, drama in my family, like, my and so and uncles will be involved and it'll be like, yeah, I do not even want to know what happened. So and what are your
0: parents saying about all this? Do they think the tradition's dumb, too?
3: They think it's dumb. Um, but oh they said God, that, Justin. you know, your fiance doesn't have to pay like will to buy the rings. And I'm like, well, that's like that's not changing anything.
0: Would your parents be upset if those family members were not at the wedding? Oh yeah. Oh, they yeah, would. definitely. But they would understand, though.
3: No, they would be like they would just yeah. buy the rings at that point. Yes.
0: Oh.
4: Who's paying for the wedding?
3: Um, it'll be like a joint effort between my parents and I, and like my but who's
4: Really, paying. Who's, but who's really paying like for the who's, wedding? Uh, who's, who's paying got for the majority? All the money.
3: Uh, I think like our parents would be paying.
0: Yeah. So okay. your parents are paying for the wedding.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's your wedding, but they're bankrolling it. So you, unfortunately, in these situations are not the chief decision maker.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's sort of the the problem once you start getting into, well, who's, yes, it's your wedding. It's your big day, but um, it is a lot of money that somebody else is putting up. And if they want to avoid drama and gossip and family fights, they get a say.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And You know, if you say we are flat out not doing the ring thing, I'm not paying for them. I'm not doing some weirdo ceremony where we present them. I'm not taking part Mm -hmm. in any of that stuff. And then if your dad turns around and says, well, then I'll just buy them because I don't want to deal with the drama. Mm -hmm. uh, That's not only going to be that day, but it's going to be like an ongoing thing. Can you stop them at that point?
3: I mean, we can. It'll just like create like a big fight but like uh, we want to try to stop this tradition
4: is the the fight going to be bigger with your cousins that don't get rings or is the fight going to be bigger with your father who's trying to avoid drama and will just buy them anyway
3: oh my cousins like they will do the fight
4: okay but what what i'm saying is that if there's no rings right Mm -hmm. if you say no rings what's your dad gonna do
3: i think with me support me Uh but i think he would maybe buy them after i don't Oh, I'm not sure. We haven't, I don't know. At
0: some point, rings will be bought.
3: I think so. It's like a huge fight.
4: So what I would do is I would just say, hey, this is my wedding and it's my traditions and it's my this and it's my this. And we're not doing the rings. Mm -hmm. We're not doing it. I want, I want you there. I want you there. It's going to be beautiful. Everybody's going to have a good time. But we're not doing the ring thing. Mm -hmm.
3: It's weird. They expect my fiance to present them.
4: Yeah, don't. No, just say. And he's not doing that. He's not comfortable doing that. Like on the day
0: of the wedding to present them.
3: Yeah, like the day after. Like he has to like gift them. No, No. then
4: just just say. Listen, we're not comfortable with any of this stuff. It's not a tradition that we started. It's a tradition Mm -hmm. that I was thrown into when I was twelve. I find the whole Mm -hmm. thing weird. And I'm not comfortable with it. And he's not comfortable with it.
0: hmm So. Girl, you're not seeing any of that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you, da- you damn
0: well know your dad is going to buy the rings. And your dumbass fiance, <laughs> the day after the wedding, is going to present your stupid-ass cousins with these rings. And then it'll all be over with. Yeah,
3: until the next wedding in my family, which it's going to happen again. And no one wants to buy these rings and we're going
4: to have to. I, I just, I don't understand why it's so difficult. Uh, and you're, I mean, listen, you, you come from a different place and background and traditions and everything else culturally than, than, you know, than I'm mm-hmm. used to. And a lot of people are, but just the idea that like your, your fiance, future husband is going to go along. Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Like just stop the insanity. And I, and Mocha's right. I know we, we know exactly what's going to happen. It's all going to work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way they wanted to the work way out. they wanted to work out. Yeah, You're yes. Just be off. Happened, yes. You know. So I think maybe this was just a great place for you to vent, but I think that you know mm-hmm. how I think that you know how it's all going to go down.
3: Well, I hope I could I could change the
0: tradition. Then- like I we tried this yeah, summer. Okay. We actually Make, did it, happen. Make then- it happen. Make it happen, Jasmine. When's the wedding? It's in May. Okay, we're okay. going to follow up with you afterwards. Yeah. to find okay. out what actually happened. Okay. And yeah. exactly good. how the ring presentation went. <laughs> <laughs> jocelyn <laughs> we love you congratulations love you thank you for joining us today thank you bye Roz and mocha's fix my life what advice can you guys give me
3: okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix
0: ros and mocha got you don in nova scotia how are you it's ros and mocha
3: Hello, Mocha.
0: Ah, so good to finally connect with
4: you. Um, What's on your mind? Why are you here? Well, failing isn't fun at all. Oh, failing is not fun. You wrote us this, Don. Hey, Raz Mocha, fix my life. I'm currently in school for medical lab tech, and the passing grade is 70%. I've studied this throughout university and have prior education and assistant jobs in the field and loved it. However, I also have ADHD and struggle with studying. I failed two of my classes with 64% and protocol is to come back in september and do the classes you weren't successful in how do i get past this huge blow to my ego and go back in september and how do i mentally accept this
0: and does this also mean like financially this is going to impact you and like what your initial plans were
4: um not so
2: much financially thankfully it's college so it's not as bad as university but got
4: it Hey Don, why why'd you fail?
2: Um well I started on a stimulant actually in October, so I wasn't fully with my accommodations until the middle of my semester. What does that mean? Well, I wasn't fully able to study. So with ADHD, a stimulant really helps you to be able to study more.
4: And so, um, so and, and, and what, you started on some new drug?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I was able to study a oh. lot better. I was able to mentally just start fresh kind of thing.
4: Okay. So are you, are you like take, I know that you said it's a huge blow to your ego, um, but you need to be able like uh, uh, to separate the fact that you needed medication and that it wasn't uh, Mm. uh, like a a, a character flaw or that you weren't putting in the effort, right? Mm -hmm. So are you good now?
2: (laughs) Well, it's definitely helping.
4: So go and do the classes again.
2: But how do I go back and deal with seeing the people that I just made friends with and seeing them, and know that they know that I failed. Yeah. Oh, but, but
0: that's fine. Like, I don't think anyone's going to clown you for it.
2: Yeah, but that's just my uh, ego. I think is my yeah. yeah like uh, they're yeah. Not, if,
0: if they're if they're like you know your friends and they're nice and they're compassionate, mm-hmm. um, I don't think anyone's going to say anything. Especially knowing, I don't know if how many of them know that you have ADHD or that you're on um, on medication or anything. I think it would be pretty pretty terrible of them. To be talking behind your back or to be uh, saying anything negative, I, I, if anything, I think they'll be even more supportive of you.
4: People are terrible and they're going to talk behind your back.
2: <laughs> You're right. Yeah. No matter what.
4: <laughs> People are terrible and they're going to talk behind I mean, your back. Girl, feel good. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> holidays and everything coming up. I listen. Okay. But uh, what what are your options then? So so you got to look at this, right? When it comes to failing, you can either figure out why you failed and then go back and succeed. Or you can take the loss, move on, and deal with the, the sort of emotional aspects of failing. Uh, I will tell you that by the time September rolls around, you will not be nearly as emotionally attached to the failure as you are right now. It will You're mean so it great. will mean a whole lot less. You're so right. Thank you so much, for us. Right? You know, and then that's just the it hurts right now. Failing sucks. It sucks. But it hurts so bad. Yes, it does. But you know, time is what is is what heals that, right? And you're gonna you're gonna be way less attached to this failure come September. It's gonna be a pain in the ass because you got to go and do stuff you did yeah. again. And oh my God, you were so close sixty four percent. You need a seventy. I mean, like it
0: you all know, just all this all this other Yo, stuff. Oh, you don't gotta rub it in, right? <laughs> 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 ah, 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 the girl ah, already ah, feels ah, bad.
2: Ah, <laughs>
0: ah, ah, I think. We're both being uh, very terrible to Don right now. You were so close. You were were so, you were so close. I'd rather my friends talk behind my back, to be honest. Uh,
4: You know, like with ADHD, like that's probably like maybe two or three days that had you not got up to do the dishes and you just sat with the book, you would have passed. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ross.
4: Thanks, okay. There's probably three <laughs> or four days that can be accounted for where you were online looking at area rugs when you should have been hitting the books <laughs> or listening to the podcast. or Listening to the podcast. Okay. You know what? <laughs> you, block Pinterest. <laughs> Right? That's shock. Yes, yes,
0: yes. So, you know, Try again. That's all you can do, okay? That's Yeah, that's I it. I will. Yeah. All right, done. Thank you guys so uh, much. Happy right. holidays. Merry Christmas, whatever it is that you're celebrating. We love you, and uh, thank you for listening, okay?
2: You too. You guys have a great one. Bye.
0: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
3: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz
0: and Mocha got you. Hello, Cassie. It's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to the show. How are you?
5: I'm good, good morning guys, how are you? Good.
0: We're doing good, uh, what are you dealing with Cassie?
5: I just want to know how hard is it To take good care of a child
4: How hard is it to take good care of a child Eesh, uh, Cassie you wrote it says Hey moka fix my life My daughter's daycare is giving me such a hard time I just keep having issue after issue With them, they've lost her clothes She's gotten cuts that they can't explain I ended up at the hospital with her Because her elbow popped out while she was there what? It's a licensed daycare And it's next to impossible to find any anything else to send, anywhere else to send her. Plus, I'm trying to go back to work so I can't keep her home with me. I'm at such a loss of what to do. How do I get these people to take care of my kid properly?
0: Jeez. Have you, we assume you've had like meetings with them.
5: Yeah, I've talked to the teachers. I've talked to the supervisor. I mean, they keep saying like, here's all the things we have in place and here's how we're going to make changes. And yet every day or every other week, it's like something new, something different. There's a new problem.
4: Have you talked to other parents?
5: No, it's hard to get a Like it's hard to catch another parent as they're coming in and out. I feel like everyone's so busy with trying to get to work or trying to get home.
4: That's where I would start. Okay.
0: Yes, it is very difficult to catch someone when they're uh, in and out of the daycare because they're just like thinking about their own child and Mm -hmm. what they have to do for the rest of the day or when they get home, right? Um, But I think you should definitely talk to to somebody
4: else or some of the. Other parents to find out if they've had similar issues, okay, would you say like cuts that they can't explain like what kind of cuts are we talking about?
5: uh one day I picked her up and there was uh like a cut on her eye that you could that obviously she got while she was there, and I had asked what happened, and they didn't even notice that she'd gotten it mm-hmm. so I mean kids bump themselves, they play with each other, things happen, they get little nicks and bumps here and there, um, but it was the fact that no one even noticed that bothered me.
0: Yeah. What about the uh, elbow popping out?
5: Uh, well, they had said that she was holding on to something and fell. And the injury was very common in kids under five. It's called like a nurse's elbow or something. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy to fix. We went to the hospital. But it was the fact that it took them two hours for them to call me. They put her down for a nap first. It wasn't until after she woke up that they said, hey, her arm's not moving. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so they didn't even recognize that it was um, that something was wrong.
5: Yeah, and I went to the hospital, and they said, "Oh, this is something they should have seen from as soon as she fell."
0: How many? How many um, teachers are there in the daycare? Like in her particular class?
5: In her class, I mean, it ranges from like three to five. I think at any given time, it can be from one to three. Usually Mm -hmm. it depends on how many kids are in the class.
4: I think that your best course of action, I I mean, I, and and don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know if these are, if there's a place to complain to, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's available to you as far as who, as as far as who oversees, you know, incidents at daycares and this kind of thing. But I think that the first place to start would be with other parents because then it's not you just, you know, I don't want to say paranoid, but it's not just you're not the only one complaining and yeah. you know and and there's a lot of parents who are dealing with daycare where they feel that they're it's like a rock and a hard place where you, what are your options if not there right like you know is it even worth it to 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 cause a stink or to speak up because what are you going to do leave and go and find somewhere else no
5: exactly the wait lists are like till oh, July yeah. 2025 yeah. You,
4: you can't you can't do that so i think that you have to <laughs> you have to address the issues with your particular daycare and i think that the 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 only way to do that the first step should be to, um, talk to other parents. And then, and then if other parents have had these kinds of things, then it's not just you, you're going in there with multiple parents who have multiple issues. And then, you know, maybe they think of a new system.
5: Okay. Awesome. We'll rally together and get yeah, team. Yeah,
4: That's what I would do.
5: Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. All All
4: right, I we love.
0: appreciate you.
1: Have a good
0: one. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 92.5. KISS925. KISS925.com. Or download the KISS925 app.